Welcome to Freedom From Within, a show where we discuss how to build a strong foundation for life that is important to you, your family, and your community, where we teach foundational life principles to those serving time in our prisons. Because of the successes of our program inside, we are now bringing the same program outside on this show, the show that we call Freedom From Within. Hello everyone, my name is Cliff. And I'm Sue. And we are the directors of Freedom From Within, and welcome to our podcast today. Yes, welcome. It's nice that you're joining us. So we're up to episode 13. 13. What do you think of that? Lucky number 13. Does everybody believe 13 is a lucky number? I'd say most people don't. It's just another number. I know. Well, you know, sometimes we worry about stuff. And um, we don't know why. Yes. And sometimes we worry about things and we think we know why, but there's nothing we can do about it. Like the number 13, there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do about 13. (laughs) Right. So, hey, um, if you've been following us, we asked you to give, um, we asked you to do some homework. Yep. Homework. So did everybody do it? Did you put it on your refrigerator? Everybody's like, oh, no, what's on my refrigerator? (laughs) So we've been talking about abundant living and really just the power of of being proactive Mm -hmm. versus being reactive. You know, right now with COVID going on, there's so many uncertainties. Yes, there is a lot. And so I don't know about anybody listening, but for me, you know, there's only a handful of things that's in my control mm-hmm. and everything else. I just have to, you know, do the best I can and, and go with the flow. Right. Right. Got to keep moving forward. And those that do know me know that I like to uh, have a certain level of control, uh, but I also know that I get super stressed out if, you know, things don't go my way. Right. Mm-hmm. So the best way to do that is to let that go. Right. Would you agree with what I just said? Being my wife. That, that, that I'm, you know, speaking accurately here about myself? Am I being transparent? <laughs> yes, you are. Right. You are. I, I have seen you in the past few years letting go of things a lot. So that's good. I mean, you've learned, learned that you can't control everything all the time. It's a good thing. Right. Well, and our, our daughter is in the process of uh, planning a wedding for this year. Yes. And for those of you that are involved with something like that, you know, it's, there's just a lot of uncertainties and what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, there's the, the big dream of the big wedding mm-hmm. and now it's restricted to a certain number of people. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if that's going to be the, even that's going to be allowed, you know, come, come November. It's just yeah. all, all craziness, right? Yeah, just keep hearing stuff. Oh, maybe things will shut down. Maybe things, but you can't live with maybes. Right. You know, you got to just, keep moving forward. Right. And, and so when we're talking about abundant living, um, I don't know, have you been feeling like you've been living abundantly during COVID? I myself feel like I've been living as abundantly as I can. Um, I don't let things get me down. I'd say that I probably have let things get me down a little bit more since COVID. But um, when I feel that happening, I just stop and Say, Lord, I don't have any control over this. 
just, you know, got to have that hope that uh, the Lord knows best and look to him. Right, because I mean, peace. if there's anything that's going to be in control, mm-hmm. might as well be the creator of the universe. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So He knows the best. You know, I do ebb and flow from, you know, being like I having a productive day to a, hey, I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. you know and just just uh just get out and i don't know i is that normal i think it's normal mm-hmm. well we are created to be in community with others right you know i mean we're in community with each other me and you right but you know you need other people to talk to right well it's a non-stop party with you and eventually you gotta take a break <laughs> that's right it's exhausting <laughs> so <laughs> We asked you to uh, draw some circles. Yes. And the reason we did that is because we were talking about an exercise that was really developed by Stephen Covey in the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think it's a great illustration to uh, help reduce stress, Mm -hmm. how to do it. You know, a lot of people just say, hey, you know, settle down, mellow out, you know, go drink something, go do something. Mm -hmm. But I think that's more of a reactive response. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like covering up. It's like like having bad breath and then having a piece of gum. Mm -hmm. The bad breath is still there. It's just the, you know, the, there's just, there's a, just a different smell in your mouth for a while. (laughs) And it really just needs to be cleaned out with all the garbage. That's not, you know, being helpful. Mm -hmm. That's why we brush our teeth and, so forth. Is that a good example? Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Okay, good. So if you did the exercise, I asked you to uh, write four separate circles, smallest to biggest, and then to pick and label each circle with one of the four labels. One of the labels was called commitment. What are you committed to? Control. Label a circle with control. Influence was the third one and concerns or worry or stress, but I I use the word concern. Mm -hmm. Most people that I've talked to when we do this exercise, the largest circle would be what? What do you think? Usually concerns. Right. They're so concerned about so many things. Right. And so if we were to stack the cons- the circles on top of each other, mm-hmm. chances are the largest circle would be the concerns. What do you think the smallest circle would be? Smallest one a lot of times was commitment. Commitment or control. Control. I'm going to try to articulate this in a word picture. But think of this as, you know, a target. Smaller circle in the middle, larger circles, you know, around it. So if you're committed to something, it's really important to you, but you never find time to do anything about it or as much time as you feel is needed. What does that usually result into? Into concerns. Concerns, right? Mm-hmm. Creates stress. Stress, yep. So then you're, you're more concerned about things than you are committed Right. And that's why 
the circle of concern tends to be larger. Mm-hmm. But that's also why we tend to have more stress. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like you to look at these circles a little bit differently and, and to say, to look at the circle of, that's in the center, the smallest circle, mm-hmm. that's your commitment circle. And you want to start there. You don't want to start on your biggest circle, the one on the outside, because if you're always concerned, it's hard to have influence and control over the situation. Mm-hmm. It just causes a lot of stress. That wouldn't be very good influence on others. Absolutely. And so we need to understand that um, part of getting things done mm-hmm. is having influence. Mm-hmm. We always have influence, whether we like it or not. Yeah, we want to have good influence on others. Right. That actually allows things to move forward. So when we're talking to our daughter about the wedding, Mm -hmm. you're trying to have good influence Mm -hmm. so that she's more productive and not wasting time on certain aspects of the wedding that she has no control over. Right. Yep. So what are you committed to? And then now that you're identify what you're committed to, what are the pieces that are in your control? Like, do you have enough money for that particular situation Does it involve COVID? Does it not involve COVID? Mm -hmm. Are you strong enough or fast enough? Or uh, do you have all the resources? Yes or no. See, if you're spending a lot of time committed to something that you don't have all the resources for, Mm -hmm. then you need to be committed to something else, such as learning a new, you know, skill, uh, making more money, finding more time. That's what you should be committed to. Mm -hmm. Because if you work, you know, 20 hours a day and you want to, and you're committed to something that's going to take an extra six hours, it ain't going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So the issue is not what you're committed to. It's situation is what are you focusing on? Mm -hmm. And the problem is, is that you need to be committed to have more time in your life by saying no to certain things, for example. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Imagine a bullseye. And rather than seeing the world from the outside in, which is concerns, influences, control, and and commitment, think about seeing the world the other direction. What are you committed to? What's within your control? When you accomplish something, you tend to have a positive influence Mm -hmm. around you. Mm -hmm. And that tends to minimize your concerns. And so what happens is, is the, the amount of concerns gets less which gives you more time, Mm -hmm. which is more healthy, which allows you to be more productive to address more of your commitments. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So if you are focused more on the things that you have control over, you're not going to be as stressed. So that means you're not going to be as concerned about things. Right. Because if you're focused on just concerns, Mm -hmm. That's what we call being reactive. Mm -hmm. So you have all these things that are outside of your control and you're like a pinball Mm -hmm. where you're going in one direction. The next thing you know, you get slapped into another direction. But if you're focusing on what you're committed to and what's within your control, you're more likely to get in the direction that you wanted to go. And that, um, well, an influence tends to, you know, create momentum. Mm -hmm. Uh, both with people around you and even just even just your um, well-being, your foundational character, mm-hmm. confidence, things like that. 
right? Our daughter right now is not super confident that her wedding's going to be what she planned. Right. But there are certain things that I think she could do because she's committed to get married. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in her control. Mm-hmm. And she's committed to have a great party. Mm-hmm. And what's in control is the great party. What's not in control is the timing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, of course, she's not the only one dealing with that right now. Um, you know, other people are too. So if you're going through that situation, I hope you can um, find peace knowing that there are options. And, uh, you know, just try and see what you're committed to instead of trying to control things because that makes a lot more stress. Right. What's that sound? That's our masterpiece moment sound. So this one's kind of long. And so hopefully, uh, maybe if we split this up, Sue, mm-hmm. we can um, uh, keep it uh, flowing, go, going well. Yep. You want to try that? Sure. All right. So I will just give you the nod. I'll start. And if you want to finish. Okay. Yeah, this is from one of our students that wrote specifically on this topic of abundant living. And um, our students, for those that are new, um, are incarcerated. This particular individual, we have to keep, you know, all of them we have to keep anonymous. But I can tell you that he's been in for how long? Over almost 50 years, right? Oh, yes. Yes. I think about, yeah. Right. Right around 50. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Okay, so that's that's where he came from. So he went in right when he was uh, eligible, you know, 18 or 17 back then. And he's been in uh, ever since. So, all right, here we go. The area in my life that I always check on to keep my balance is the spiritual aspect. My abundant living never got started because I did not have an awareness of the difference in the secular type of abundant living. He has parentheses possessions. Versus the kingdom of God's meaning of abundant living, which includes things like God first, loving my neighbor as I love myself, and to be a cheerful giver. I failed in both aspects of abundant living because I had zero life balance. I had to learn the hard way that balance would entail training mentally, physically, and spiritually. My problem was that I was locked in on my physical life only. I cheated myself out of a scholastic education due to sports. I cheated myself out of a spiritual relationship due to the streets. And that left me one rail to ride on through life, the physical life. I played many sports, all the aggressive ones. My whole concern was going from one area to the next. Baseball, basketball, football, hockey, boxing, weightlifting, wrestling, and soccer. I neglected my opportunities to become a reader, and I neglected my opportunities to learn about the Holy Spirit and God's way, which may have opened my eyes to a balanced life. I do reflect on my past and know for sure that the lack of life balance had a disastrous effect on me. Living 100% physical caused me to engage in circles of concern I could not control. And one of those concerns cost my liberty. I could have avoided circles of concern that were obvious traps to an inevitable downfall. In the gang-infested streets where I grew up, 
the conversations always said, you'll either get killed in the streets or go to jail for life. But when you're out of balance, you do not even hear the nastiness of these truths and you continue to live out of balance, living in the challenge. My downfall costs much to me, more to my family and detriment to the victim's household beyond repair. Once again, this is a guy that's been incarcerated all his adult life and found himself imprisoned in in his, just in his current living quarters. You know, we think of bars um, as not being a free life, and that certainly is true. Mm-hmm. But when you're not free inside, and that's why our ministry is called Freedom From Within, because no matter what, where we find ourselves, uh, we do have some things that are in control. In the case of this, uh, this guy, um, he's very fit. Mm-hmm. He's in control of his, his physical health. He's in control of um, his education. He's super smart. And he's also a leader. And I know um, you and I are very proud of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the way that he's um, is inspiring and walking the walk. Yes. Yeah, it's very cool how... So walking the walk? No, it's walking the talk. Yes, walking the talk. <laughs> I find what he wrote in here about neglecting, you know, reading. Once he realized, you know, he was behind bars, he stopped that pattern and became very intelligent by reading many books and even legal stuff. I mean, he could be a lawyer now. <laughs> okay, so as a recap, first we need to be honest with what is in it, what we are committed to. If we're lying to ourselves, if we're committed to solving world hunger and we're not doing anything about that, that's a problem. So we need to be honest with ourselves. Second is we need to be honest with what we have control over. We do not have control over a world pandemic. We just don't. We can do certain things, you know, to be safe and to help the overall process. But there's other people um, that are in charge that are making decisions, whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thirdly, uh, know that everything you do or don't do has influence. You know, it's either working for you or working against you. So wouldn't you rather know that your influence is a positive influence because you're accomplishing something that's within your control? Have you ever said, you know, hey, I'll go ahead and do this, and then you don't do it? What kind of influence does that create? A positive or negative influence? Yeah, pretty negative. Right. You know, if you expect others to do things, then you have to be that influence and do it also. Right. And and lastly, don't live from the outside in. Don't live from your concerns, but from the inside out. And notice how your stress tends to be reduced. Mm-hmm. We need less stress in our life. And that means that even though we want to do a lot of different things, if we can do, you know, the small things well, we'll be able to be ready to handle the bigger things as time goes on. Mm-hmm. It's like juggling a ball. We can juggle one at a time and then eventually add two. But if we try to juggle 10 at a time, it's probably not going to go very well. Right. Yep. That was a lot of information that we gave you guys. So if you have any questions about any of this, please leave us a message, email us, 
you know, you can email us at info at freedomfromwithin.org. Right. And if you're listening on Anchor, anchor.fm, or from our website at freedomfromwithin.org, on the, and just select the podcast tab, you'll have an opportunity to leave a message. So if you're listening to this and you left a message and we didn't respond to you, like we, I think we've said in previous episodes, it's because we don't have your information. So Yeah, we just uh, get the voice message. So we'll get a voice message, we'll play it. But if you want us to you know, respond back to you, we, we'll need an email address. So Right, so just send it to info at freedomfromwithin.org. All right. Does that all make sense? Yep. We look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, join us next episode uh, when we continue with Abundant Living and we discuss how daily routines uh, shape our life and the importance of having certain routines that are adding value to us personally, but also those around us. Yep, that'll be great. All right, so we look forward to... Uh, uh, you connecting with us on episode 14 next week. But in the meantime, we ask you to live, live it, it, to give, give it, it, and share your success with others. Take care, everyone. Bye.